And now it's time for a City Update, and as usual, I'm joined by Lee Humphreys. Hello, Lee, how are you? Good afternoon, Graham. You do choose good good weeks to come in, don't you? Well, there seems to be a lot going on, well, today, really, the, the week in general, but today's been very busy. Right, well, we'll come to the Bank of England's actions in a moment, but uh, let's start over in America there, and uh, what's the markets doing out there at the moment? Well, they've had a, I mean, the last couple of weeks, since we last spoke, Graham, the markets have had a couple of very tough weeks. Um, you know, it's that word again that we use every time, seemingly, inflation, that really is the you know, front and centre of every discussion um, regarding the stock market, a week last Tuesday we saw the market fall over five percent on 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 uh, on Tuesday alone, and that was on the back of again inflation numbers. The US CPI we have the same um, sort of kind of data over here everywhere actually, um, and it really sort of reinforced what again what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was this um, meeting they had in Jackson Hole in Wyoming. Do you remember that, Grant? Yeah, I do remember Jackson Hole. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Where the great and the good of yes. the Federal Reserve they go and uh, have a uh, a fish and a, uh, a yeah. conflab, and they basically said that the the, the term that was used there, the rates in rates were going to be higher for, for longer oh yeah yeah of course we're just not used to these levels of interest rates for so many years they've been so low so low and you know what uh, but the u.s uh, without question are doing something about that and they're doing it in a very sort of dramatic way we had last night at around quarter past seven our time um uh, the federal reserve put up interest rates by three quarters of one percent now on the back of that the market fell one and three quarter percent, uh, generally speaking. Now, why would the market react like that if it was these things are fairly well flagged? Um, you know, the 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 uh, the, the news flow is is very much managed here. Well, it was actually really to do with the statement that came afterwards. It often is, and the Fed, the Fed, the Fed said they were willing to really tolerate a recession here. Now, the interesting thing here, Graham, for us is the Fed might be because they're not elected. The, the real question here is. Are politicians um, likely to uh, be quite so sanguine about uh, uh, tolerating a recession? Good point. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, obviously, there's no painless way out of this, is there? And that's the words that Jay Powell, actually, who's the chairman of the Federal Reserve, um, used. He uh, he upped uh, the unemployment forecasts um, uh, for going forward, also cut growth forecasts as well. So they're basically, um, you know, this basically saying we will, you know, effectively saying we will put up interest rates until unemployment goes up at that point in time all bets are off oh right okay so how much further do you think they're going to go there well the market is pricing in that uh, rates will increase by a further one and a quarter percent and that's up to the end of this year so we're talking about three and three three nearly four months mm. obviously u.s is a huge influence on the uh, on the uh, free world markets mm -hmm. i guess and the mind you the dollar's doing quite well isn't it it's been the only game in town for quite some time the uh, i don't know whether you've checked this um, I think you might need to cancel your uh, your holiday, your annual holiday to Florida, Graham, because uh, the rate now, uh, cable as it's known, that's the uh, the rate between uh, the dollar and uh, and sterling, is now around one thirteen, one twelve, one thirteen. Goodness me! Yeah. So are we, are we heading to parity by next year? Well, why not? I mean, you know, there's no reason why not. It's as I say, it's uh, you know, we, we've got, of course, and we maybe touch on this a bit later. We've got this incredible debt pile, which is basically weakening the pound. Um, everyone, there is this flight to quality. Again, we've mentioned this on here whereby people basically in terms in times of crisis they basically want to hold us dollars and nothing else maybe gold something like that certainly not bitcoin yeah yeah and uh, some other european countries are not doing so well either are they well i mean they're not doing so well i mean they're struggling like everyone but they're struggling really with inflation as i say as, as we mentioned right at the beginning switzerland
Switzerland uh, this morning, they raised their rates by three quarters of one percent. Norway also this morning up by uh, half a percent. And um, Sweden on Tuesday, which actually just had an election 10 days ago, um, raised their rates on uh, on Tuesday by a whole one percent. That's quite a jump in one go, isn't it? It really is. People were talking about that with the United States, but yeah, the uh, uh, but as I say, Sweden did that uh, a couple of days ago. I see Bank of England then today being a little bit more cautious than Sweden. And that's it. So we come sort of through, back, back really to today, and we saw the Bank of England announce at midday um, that rates would uh, go up, or they're putting rates up by half a percent to two and a quarter percent, as you basically alluded to just there. And that is still, historically speaking, very low. One of the interesting things, Graham, actually, was that the um, FOMC members um, voted in sort of fairly peculiar ways. One actually voted for a 25 basis point cut, a quarter percent cuts. Three voted for a uh, 75 basis point cut, a three, uh, three quarters of one percent. Mm. Uh, uh, mm. uh, so they were looking. So there's a real divergence of views there. And, and in a way, I, I'm sort of sort of fairly accepting of that because no one really knows, you know, what's going to be where happening. Where it's going to lead to, the, exactly yes. what's around the corner. Yes, yeah, so I heard speculation today that, you know, interest rates over the next few months here could go up to 5%. But yeah. I guess it's really, but at the same time, of course, we've got the government uh, wanting to cut taxes and uh, generate growth. But that presumably is pulling in the other direction, presumably, because the Bank of England then is going to be worrying about inflation taking off further. Well, they are. But I mean, I did notice there was something from the World Bank at the end of last week um, who basically said with all these interest rate rises that are going on right now, there is a, a chance that the world puts itself into a recession just by virtue of the rate rises themselves. And that, I I think probably is already upon us uh, to some extent. You know, the federal, uh, sorry, the uh, F, um, the Bank of England today um, sort of alluded to the fact that we were probably already in a recession, um, and we saw one one really good um, sort of red flag, really, if there is a, such a thing as a good red flag. Um, uh, FedEx, which basically is a logistics company, sort of delivers goods um, to our front doors all around the world they had a huge profit warning um last friday uh the stock on the day on that day alone was down 22 percent. it's now down 30 percent mm. in the past month so you can see that is a very very good barometer gram of how global um uh, commerce is yes, faring it's right interesting now. isn't it obviously the the way the energy prices are obviously people haven't got uh, spare cash to buy other goods that's it that's it yeah, simple as that you've got to heat and eat haven't you it's a priority really that is uh, that's always a good first starting block yeah now, what I want to understand is going to the UK now. What mm-hmm. is a what is a fiscal event? Oh, you've seen this, <laughs> yeah. Well, a fiscal event. Well, it's 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 certainly not known as a, bin, a mini budget. I can tell you that. Do you know why it's not known as a mini budget? Uh, I think it's because they don't want the OBR to do a forecast. That is that's exactly what it is, basically. So if we if we call it a mini budget, then the Office of Budgetary Responsibility um, needs to cost those proposals out. If we call it a fiscal event, which is basically just some made up words, uh, 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 they don't need to do that, which it probably plays into the uh, Tory party's uh, hands or the government's hands I should say um, right now and of course we're seeing or we've heard already today that uh, the chancellor's tweeted apparently that uh, he's going to reverse the um, increase in national insurance and because that's been flagged for a long time well these, these this is how policy is done really not just in the UK but I think globally right now there is there's no surprises come the day uh, come uh, the, the the day itself so these proposals really were well flagged on Tuesday in the Times newspaper um, and they are and the government really are going for growth in a very big way 
um, they're stimulating the economy, really acting in, in sort of moving in the opposite direction of, of central banks, which are, are there trying to restrict the economy effectively. Uh, and, and the government are saying, look, no, no, we want to, we want to sort of buoy this, this whole thing up. So as you rightly say, there are certain proposals that are, that are um, already out there and well known. Uh, the right, the, we're going to reverse that and a rise in national insurance, apparently. Uh, we're also going to be um, cutting stamp duty as well, which actually played very well with the home builders, for example, on Tuesday when this, these, these uh, announcements were flagged. So the, the likes of Persimmon, Taylor Wimpy, Red Row, Barrett Developments, they were up all over 5% mm. on the back of that. Mm. Some of the sort of uh, estate agents and, and builders, the likes of B&Q, um, also were buoyed by that. One of the other proposals, um, um, Graham, is... Uh, a uh, basically no restrictions on bankers bonuses i'm not sure how you feel about that indeed well that was a, an eu restriction wasn't it and of course being outside the eu we're able to now uh, remove that restriction but uh, i don't think it has good optics really if people are struggling to heat and eat well this is exactly do you know what this is actually the opposite of the uh, of the sort of winter fuel allowance basically mm. it makes for absolutely terrible politics but mm. actually probably makes for quite good economics why why do i say that because uh you know what it, the obviously we've lost some business we the uk plc have lost some business um, in the financial community to the likes of frankfurt and paris to name but two um now this the the this these actual um uh, bankers bonus it really will apl- apply to or to a very small minority but they'll be applying to a very small minority of decision makers in in these big banks like JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs, for example, who will basically be uh, more net and more aligned with basically keeping the business within the UK. So, as I say, it makes terrible politics, but it probably makes very good economics. Mm, indeed, indeed. Of course, Biden's been saying that he's anti trickle down. He's never seen it work. And have <laughs> yeah. we ever seen it work? Well, I mean, I think probably Biden. Um, you know, Biden has got this wrong because basically this is not trickle down. This is a fire hose of stimulus. Okay, so. Uh, you know, he's got. You know, this won't surprise many people listening to this. You know, he's got like completely. Mm-hmm. This is this is not trickle down. This is a enormous sum of money that we'll be throwing mm-hmm. at the situation. And as I say, we'll be we'll be. Uh, I think the the tax cuts alone have been costed out, not by the OBR, but on the back of a fag packet, probably at around thirty billion uh, pounds. They're also basically going to be, apparently going to be announcing the intention underline that word of cutting income tax by one penny in the pound mm. by 2024 mm. that is very voter friendly guess what's happening in 2024 Graham? i just wonder <laughs> it could be a general election there is a general election well yeah it's, it's going to be make or break if this works or not isn't it i guess um, it is, you know, but I, I, I say I think probably the stamp duty thing is quite a good idea. We, I say we saw the, mm. um, the we saw, and it, what it also does is uh, release a lot of sort of homes that are maybe people older mm. people are sitting in basically, uh, and 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 puts those onto the market. So you know, it's but at the same time, stamp duty um, raises twelve billion pounds a year. It was some speculation that you know you ought not to tax just occasionally when people move home, but you ought to instead increase you know annual property taxes. Yeah, they do that a lot tax, in France whatever. and Germany. Yeah, actually. so we may see it uh, coming another way. But I guess even thirty billion, I'm afraid, or twelve billion, pales to the amount of money one we had to uh, spend on uh, COVID support, mm-hmm. and now having to spend on supporting people's energy bills. So well, I suppose if you're going to be so in debt, you might as well be a bit more in debt. What the, what the government giveth, they taketh away as well, Graham. So, I mean, these these things, the interesting thing is, this is an incredibly difficult backdrop for the Chancellor. One of the interesting things that hasn't been flagged, I bet this will happen, however, is there's no mention of spending 
cuts, i.e. sort of cuts to uh, government departments, for example, but inevitably, in order to try and balance the books, and that's a sort of a, mm. a forlorn hope, um, mm. you know, they're going to try and ha- they're going to have to yes. come back on Well, it's meant to come with smaller government, isn't it? And, and fracking, of course, they, they, they're going to, well, they have well, actually re- re- removed yeah. the restriction. Yeah, I, actually, there was, there was something, yeah, there was something actually in The Guardian today, um, uh, Pippa Carrera um, announced that what they're going to, they're going to um, create, say that fracking is a nationally important infrastructure, which um, is a sort of meaningless term, really. But actually, what it is going to do is take it away from local pressure groups who basically say, oh, uh, you know, the, the earth moved for me last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was a, you know, there was a sort of a seismic event of 2.5 on the Richter scale or whatever. And they're basically going to say, OK, you know, it's going to remove the local um, uh, say in, in, in fracking and put this, uh, make this a far more centralised decision, which will basically, you know, there's a, there's a lot of gas under our, uh, we, you know, mm-hmm. we've, got to, we've got to think radically, there's a lot of gas underneath our feet right now Graham so we've got to do something about it Indeed. And uh, debt interest then? Well, I mean, there was some da- data on uh, yesterday out of the UK, basically, which, which really just underlines really what I've been talking about, what a what a perilous position um, we are in. Um, in the month of August, the UK government borrowed £11.8 billion. Pounds. That's a huge sum, and the debt interest on that. What we're, what, what do I mean by that? It's basically, you know, when, when you're, you're you're paying people, the, the debt holders out there, um, the government have to pay those debt holders in order to basically reimburse them for the money they've loaned them. Um, uh, was a loan in the month of August, eight point two billion, huge sums of money. These are the highest. Uh, that's the highest figure since records began back in nineteen ninety seven. And you know, it's 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 all going in the wrong direction. The total debt pile right now in the UK is 2.42 trillion pounds that's 97% of gdp gross domestic product these are these are these are eye watering figures that really um, you know as i say we've got to do something about Indeed, and of course, the interest rate going up will mean the uh, servicing the debt will be even more expensive, ever higher. Absolutely, and as you said before, Italian elections uh, this Sunday, so we'll see what happens there, whether absolutely. they get a clear result or not. Well, thank you so much, Lee, for taking us through this uh, turbulent times. Who knows where we'll be in two weeks' time? But we look forward to seeing you there. I look forward to seeing you, Graham. And that was Lee Humphreys there with our city update. 